Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Employment Matters, brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm your host, Pete Waltz. Well, today's another special day. It's Tuesday. And of course, on the Employment Matters podcast, that means Travel Tuesday, where each week we get the chance to bring our local members from all around the world into the discussion, and they share with us important things we need to know about doing business in their jurisdiction. Today, we'll be learning more about doing business in Honduras. I'm pleased to welcome to the show Jorge Cafati, a senior associate at BLP. Jorge, I'm excited to get into today's conversation, so let's get started. Honduras is a fascinating place. A lot of us see it on the map, but very few of us have been there, or at least I can say that for me and my colleagues, so I would love to go there someday. But let's let's share with our audience a bit about Honduras and what it's like in that jurisdiction, the economy, the population, maybe something about the government structure. Share that with us, if you would. Hello, Peter. It's a pleasure for me to be here with you. So you're right. Honduras is really a fascinating country. So to talk a little bit about Honduras, it's a country established as a democratic republic, according to our constitution. Our official language is Spanish, and its capital cities are jointly Tegucigalpa and Comayabuela. Our government is divided into three branches of the state, legislative, executive, and judicial. Honduras' population as of January 2023 is about 9,600,000 people, from which the majority are women. So Jorge, share with us some of the key industries in Honduras. I know it must have industries that are endemic to the country, but what are some of the other industries that countries around Honduras are doing business in as well? Share that with us if you would. Well, Peter, Honduras is mainly an agricultural country. So most of our economy is based on product export. We plant and export products like coffee, sugar, bananas, and palm oil. And another sector of the economy that has grown in our country are the maquilas, which are based on the northern part of Honduras. So it sounds like agriculture is is such a big part of your industry and a lot of export. Let's say I'm a company from another country, maybe the United States, and I want to set up operations and employ locally in Honduras. What are some of the key structural issues I need to know about? In terms of working with the people in Honduras, are there are there works councils or unions or affirmative action? What do we have there to work with? Some key issues to address when employing locally are the increasing number of unions in the country. And another important thing to mention to people who want to do business in Honduras is that last year we had a repeal of on the hourly employment law, which are things that mostly changed in the last 12 months. So the hourly employment law allowed employers to hire employees on an hourly employment contract and pay them by the hour, which is a a common practice in the United States, for example. So we had it in Honduras, and now with the repeal, employers can hire people to work by the hour, but they must be paid minimum wage even if they work part-time. So I ask this question a lot when we are on Travel Tuesday shows with our members around the world. We always want to understand the general business climate. You know, in some countries, it tips more towards in favor of businesses where they get the advantages. In other cases, the the local government has really put things in favor of the employees and benefits lean and inure more to them. So in Honduras, what would you say is the general business climate? Is it more pro-business or more pro-employee? Honduras is mostly a pro-business country. The Ministry of Economic Development has been pursuing the increase in foreign investment in the country, and it has been growing since January 2022. However, 
When it comes to a conflict between employer and employee, the authorities are pro-employee most of the time, especially since our labor code is from the year 1959 and was created after a strike. So let's talk about some of the cross-border opportunities in Honduras. And I know there's a lot of businesses in that region in Central America or in, in America Sul or down in South America that they do a lot of cross-border work within that region. But what about when you're coming into the region from another continent, Europe or Asia or something else? Is immigration within Honduras difficult or easy? Or are there any type of special considerations for, for those travelers? The immigration process in Honduras are easy, but they may take a while. The authorities request a list of documents coming from the birth country of the person and other requirements from Honduras. And once the petition is filed, the whole process may take about four to five months to be approved. So it sounds like it can be pretty difficult to be coming in from another country. What about if you're in an adjacent country, say Guatemala or Costa Rica? Is it just as difficult then as well? The requirements are the same. The whole process may take the same amount of time. So it doesn't matter from which country is the person coming from. So it sounds like it's an interesting place to visit, but it might take a little time to get there. That's been very interesting. Jorge, I appreciate your time today. This has been a great discussion about the country of Honduras, and we'll want to hear more about it in the future. Thanks so much for your time, Jorge. Thank you for having me, Peter. It's been a pleasure for me. If you'd like to connect with Jorge, you can find his bio by clicking on his name in the description of this podcast. Please visit ela.law to receive invitations to our upcoming webinars, download white papers, get access to on-demand content, or access the ELA's exclusive Global Employer Handbook. You've been listening to Employment Matters, a podcast brought to you by the Employment Law Alliance, the world's largest network of labor and employment lawyers from the best law firms around the globe. I'm Pete Waltz. Thanks so much for listening.